Welcome again to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. This part of the show brought to you by Park to Go, Value Valet, No Hassles, No Delays. That's a promise. And it seems to me that there are some places in this world that if you've never visited before, it would be very helpful to have someone guide you along. And to me, Japan happens to be one of those places. So to get some insight on touring Japan, we asked Steve Hope. He is the general manager of the tour department for Tour East Holidays. He joins us now. Hi, Steve. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm excited to learn about uh, touring Japan. I've never been. But before uh, we talk about Japan, Japan isn't the only place you guys have tours running out of. So tell me a little bit about uh, Tour East, holidays, and some of the other destinations and things you do. Well, we've been around since 76, so we've been around for a while. Primarily we do Asia and the subcontinent, the Indian subcontinent, whether it's India, uh, Sri Lanka, Nepal, Bhutan, those sorts of areas. And when I say Asia, sort of all of Asia, North Asia, Southeast Asia, all those places. Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we do east parts of East Africa, Kenya, Tanzania, and then we do South Africa as well. And then we do parts of South America to Peru, Argentina, Colombia, um, Brazil, some some stuff in Chile as well. So primarily the more I guess I guess to to Canadians, a bit more exotic. I was just going to say, all those exotic places that people like to go to and have on their bucket list. So I'm thinking that if you're uh, going to Japan, and I've never been before, it would be uh, nice to have someone holding your hand and kind of helping you out. No, it's a bit, uh, well, it's, there's different kinds of travel in Japan, but it is, language is primarily the one consideration that people from, from Canada have when going to Japan, is that's one of the hesitations is is how they're going to do things, considering the language, and it is it is certainly a consideration because when you are there, there's there's uh, there's there's usually usually some challenges, uh, <laughs> but it's all part of the fun and the adventure. But yeah, having having some plan in place if you only have a certain amount of time for the trip, having a plan in place can make sort of the best use of your time, anyways. Mm-hmm. Again, your website is toureast.com, and on there, there's all kinds of destinations, and one of the tours on there is Japan in depth, and I chose that one because it's one of your top sellers, and it pretty much covers. Uh, a number of uh, destinations in Japan. So tell me a little bit about that tour. This is, I say it's a top seller, um, primarily because it does cover sort of the, 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 the circuit. Now, the, the primary spots that people visit in Japan are Kyoto, Tokyo, and Mount Fuji. Those are sort of the, the musts. Those mm-hmm. are the places that, that attract most people and that people know of. Um, but, there's uh, there's obviously a lot more, and this trip sort of does those and then adds a bit into it. So this one, we do Tokyo, Kyoto, Mount Fuji, and there's a town nearby Mount Fuji called Hakone, and that's where you stay. That's where you sort of overnight in a hotel, mm-hmm. uh, and then you, you do your trip to Mount Fuji from there. And there's uh, a couple other spots that, that are included in the trip. One's called Takayama, and one's called Kanazawa, and both of those places are a bit more traditional, I'd say, when you compare to places like Tokyo. So it adds a bit of the big city sort of hustle and then the the charm of the smaller towns and the, the sort of old Japan that people see in pictures mm-hmm. and want to see when they travel there. And then obviously the icon of Mount Fuji and then Kyoto, which is which is arguably the, the highlight for anybody to Japan. Whether they know it before they get there or not, usually when people come back, Kyoto is sort of their 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 favorite point of the trip. So this trip sort of covers all of those destinations over over 
over a, a, the typical length of a, a trip to Japan is between 10 and 14 days, but mm-hmm. it is an expensive destination. So this one is a good sort of 10-day uh, look at the country and seeing seeing some things that are part of a tour and then some leisure time as well to sort of explore on your own. Nice. So it, the, the, the trip will start in Tokyo and end in, in Kyoto. Uh, some people will extend and go on to, to other parts of Japan, or some people will just fly out of Osaka, which is the airport near Kyoto. So you can start in one in one end, Tokyo, and end in the other, and fly out that way. You can return back to Tokyo and take the the, the Air Canada flights back from there. So it just depends. Mm-hmm. So how are, how are the tours structured? You said you have some time to yourself. Uh, like what's the balance there? So you'll you'll have a I, maybe I can just sort of run through through the itinerary a yeah, little bit sure. loosely. Mm-hmm. So when you the way we sort of run the trip is uh, when you arrive you'll have uh, you'll have somebody meet you at the airport and pick you up and drive you to the hotel and get you sort of settled that way. So you're you're not really on your own. Uh, and the following day you'll have a tour. You sort of do a city tour of Tokyo, seeing some of the main spots like the uh, the, the Imperial Palace. The, the, you don't actually go in the palace, but you see it, mm-hmm. and there's a. The, it's sort of an iconic image of of the city as you see the palace and this this traditional bridge in front of it. And there's Tokyo Tower. You do a little bit of a tea ceremony, then you do a boat ride, sort of to see the to see the city from the from the water. And then there's an area of the city called uh, there's a temple in the city called Sensoji Temple. So you do that as well. And there's a little bit of shopping in there. And then you go by a, an area called Ginza, which is sort of their upscale uh, sort of shopping area. But it's it's a pretty cool spot to drive around. Uh, and then that's it for for the one day. And then you'll take uh, you'll have a free day in Tokyo to explore on your own, or we can uh, add in some some optional sort of tours if people wanted to do some things there. There's mm-hmm. there's day trips out to to a place called Kamakura where you can see this big Buddha, and it's kind of an old uh, an old town that's kind of but it's it's a contrast to Tokyo anyways or you can go into sort of the there's a place called Nikko N I K K O which is more of a sort of like a forested park area which gets you out into nature a bit so depending on the on the the traveler we can offer something there or just give some free time because it is a pretty cool city to walk around and mm-hmm. explore that way from there we go on to Hakone which is essentially you're going there because of Mount Fuji and you'll do the the excursion up Mount Fuji, and you do there's a there's a a lake there called Lake Ashi. You do a boat ride on the lake, so you have views of Mount Fuji all around while you're doing this. You go up to an area called the Fifth Station on the on the mountain. It's like 2,300 meters or so above sea level. So from there you get a good view and uh, have a have a look at the the mountain from there. And then you do a little bit of a cable car ride there too. So more views. And from there you take the train. You'll take the 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 bullet train. Uh, f- to, to an area called Takayama, which is more of a traditional sort of town, um, or, or more of an introduction to that sort of a town anyways, before you continue on to the next place, which is a bit more traditional. So the in Takayama, you go to some heritage buildings, you see the, uh, the, the morning market, and then you head on to an area. Uh, again, a lot of these are these Japanese words that might not be the easiest to remember. <laughs> called Shirakawago. <laughs> which is uh, a World Heritage Site. So they have these traditional residences and homes with these thatched roofs and that. This is one of the sort of iconic images of Japan that people see a lot of pictures of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can go there and sort of walk the the, the narrow streets with the, the lanterns in front of the buildings and the sort of canvas-covered windows and swinging doors and that sort of thing that people expect when they when they see pictures of old Japan and sort of samurai culture of Japan and that sort of thing that, that's in this sort of area. 
and uh, you can see traditional gardens and, and streets and sort of there's a bit of shopping and stuff too if people want to see handicrafts and that sort of stuff which is good spots in these areas for that and from there you head on to Kyoto and Kyoto is, is the old capital so there's a lot of uh, culture and and uh, history in the in the t- in the city it's not it doesn't quite feel like Tokyo because it's 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 on a, such a smaller scale mm-hmm um, but there's there's a castle, there's temples, there's lots of temples actually. There's the Imperial Palace there. The castle's called the Nijo Castle. There's shrines, there's lots of things to see and do there. So that's all in Kyoto as well. And then you have some free time there, and then we take you out to the airport again. So uh, that's sort of the the round trip of the of that itinerary. Hmm. How big of uh, a tour group do you have, and uh, what's included? So the there's there's essentially with the exception of just going and winging it on your own there's essentially two two types of travel that we do in Japan one is to do it where it's privately guided where you have your own guide and and sometimes your own car and guide but these can be quite expensive mm-hmm. but otherwise we do your own guide and and uh, public transportation and take you around and do it that sort of way where it's more sort of customized to your interests uh, this particular tour is run sort of on on bus type of tours where mm-hmm. it's most economical to do to Japan. Uh, so the size of the group ultimately depends on the time of year that you're traveling. If you're traveling in March or April or even May, uh, you need to book very early because this is the peak, peak travel season to Japan and people are heading there in droves from all over the world. So this is a cherry blossom time too, the end of March, beginning of April. So people are going uh, in, it's it's hard to get space. <laughs> so when you're booking at that time of year, uh, or for that time of year, you need to book very early. So depending on the time of year you go, the group sizes can vary. But sometimes it's a it's a bus of 15 people, sometimes 30 people. It just depends ultimately on when you're going and and what's available at that time. The tour is called Japan in Depth. You can find it on the Tour East website, toureast.com. And Steve Hope is the general manager of the tour department for Tour East Holidays. Uh, Thanks for your insight, Steve. Appreciate it, Randy. Thanks.